Welcome to another episode of Jerry and Eric Talk. Today I'm joined by Fishty as we review my best and worst movies, music, TV, and games from 2021. And Fishty shares her thoughts and what she's enjoying from 2017. We thank you for joining us this year and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hello. Okay, so it, we got to use the app today. It, it let you in. Crazy. It, it, there's always some problem, except for those two episodes where there was no problem. Yes. I'm not sure. I was like, it's loading on everything I try. I don't know what is going on with her, with her, with her PC. I don't know. I tried on PC, Mac, Android. It opened on everything. It just does not like me. It's the only thing that's not doing it. Like I tested my microphone, I tested other things, and it's it's not that. It's just anchor. Right, well, anyway, we're starting later, so we'll probably have to do it in two, and I'll add it in, in into one later. Not a problem for me. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm dying. That's normal. Right, so, uh, what we're going to talk about today is my favorite things of 2021. And then you can just add some insight or add anything that I know you said you didn't have a lot for a lot of the categories, but if you want to I add no, anything, I don't know what happened in 2021. 2021 just disappeared. Was it, was it a thing? I thought we were going into it. Isn't it still 2019? I don't know. It, it feels like it's still 2020. It's like, it's like that meme with 2020 and then all of a sudden 2022 is behind you. Nope. No. Ready to attack. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> it's going to be like next Sunday or Saturday even. And I'm going to be like, still, still 2020, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What, what, what's this COVID you speak of? I just what? woke up. <laughs> oh, a really hello? bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> this was terrible. <sighs> okay, well, let's do this. I'm ready for some to provide some snarky commentary. All right, so we'll start with movie. So I have two for best movie. I have one that was just a, the, the funnest movie I watched all year and then the best movie. Um, so the best movie was Licorice Pizza. Have, Licorice Pizza? Yeah, so it's a coming-of-age story from uh, in the, based in the 70s. It's from Paul Thomas Anderson, who's one okay. of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really well-done, thoughtful movie that I just enjoyed i'm gonna look it up because i think i've heard of it but i don't remember anything about it it's like part rom-com part coming of age based in the 70s which was you know before i was born but by how much huh oh it's this one oh i saw the ad for this and i was like what is this <laughs> okay, so this was the best movie. Yeah. Why though? So. It was just I, I related to the characters and I related to the story. I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson is a fantastic director. For those of you who don't know, he has directed There Will Be Blood, Punch Drunk Love, Boogie Nights, The Master. Some episode of like a, a video segment on FN- SNL, you know, all sorts of things. 
Yeah, like he he's amazing. These are some great movies. Magnolia. He's definitely had a really good career. He doesn't do a lot of actual movies, but the movies that he does do are generally phenomenal. Absolutely. And then the funnest movie I've seen is Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, I was going to say, like, if you were going to say anything other than that, I think something would be problematic. Well, there's a cat in that bag. Sorry. I mean, it's not like, it, it's not like a critic's choice or anything, but it was just such a fun movie. Plus, I love comic book movies. I mean, Shang-Chi was good as well, but No Way Home delivered on everything that I wanted in that movie. I hear excellent things about it, and I get to watch it tomorrow. Okay. So, so we won't talk. I, I won't say too much then, because I don't want to spoil anything. I, I I have had one spoiler. All right, I won't say anything. But and, no, uh, it was I'm... definitely the most entertaining movie I've seen in, in a while. And out of any, it's probably the movie I'll rewatch the most out of anything that came out this year. The Spider Man. Yeah. Is it now your favorite Marvel movie? I don't know, because I love Thor Ragnarok. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> it, it's definitely top three. It, it's definitely between that, Thor Ragnarok, and Endgame. Endgame. Thor Ragnarok is my favorite. It's my, it's in my top five favorite movies. Like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok was amazing. Uh, but this, I love this hits so. It it definitely rivals Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Okay. Okay. So might be a favorite. Well, definitely top three, top three Marvel movie you're going to watch the most out of all the movies even though it wasn't the best movie of the year perfect i mean that's i don't know i, I can't really say anything negative about that and paul thomas anderson's phenomenal so i'm guessing that you know licorice pizza probably is as well yeah. so good job <laughs> um, worst movie i've seen this year is music oh i haven't even bothered with that one he did the Phantom Thread. Sorry, I'm still looking at Paul Thomas Anderson. Phantom Thread. How did I miss that? Yep, there it is. Oh my god, that movie was weird. Um, music. Okay, you don't. I don't think you need to tell anybody why. But if you want to, go ahead. Because maybe some people live under rocks and they don't know. There's just so much wrong with how they did it. Like I understand what she was going for. But Sia just went around, went about it the totally wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a nephew who's autistic, um, and just everything about it. She didn't work with autistic people, and just the way it's all portrayed, it's just really upsetting. It does nothing right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've heard. Um, she was definitely the wrong person to direct it wrong person mm-hmm. to develop it if you're going to do it include autistic people get their get their voice so that you do it right that is fair it just it, it made me angry watching it 
That's also fair. I don't think I don't know of anybody who who's liked it. I've watched a few reviews of um, of autistic people who have watched it and explained why it was offensive, and it's it just seems like it was a bad idea for everyone to be involved in. I mean, all she had to do was include autistic people and you know just have conversations with them instead of just and even when people were like trying to have conversations about it with her and she was just like you guys don't know what you guys are talking about like it was just bad choice all around bad choices all around okay i mean again i can't really argue with that i've heard nothing good about it i'm on imdb right now it has a 3.1 out of 10 That's excellent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember there being stuff about how, like, uh, Sia was like, I, I started, I tried to work with someone who was autistic, but it was too difficult. Yeah, so if it's too difficult, maybe you shouldn't be making the movie. That's I'm what I'm saying you know, try to figure out how to make the environment something that works for an autistic actor. Exactly. It's, if you're gonna, if you're trying to give a voice to those people, don't take away their voice because you think they're hard to work with. Mm -hmm. That defeats everything you're trying to say. It absolutely defeats everything you're trying to say. I mean, you're you're basically, go ahead. uh, She's like, I'm trying to make their lives better, but then you, you ignore them. Right. It's like she's basically trying to say that that this autistic person who already has difficulty, you know, fitting into the the world as everyone else perceives it needs to fit into this very specific role, this very specific environment, rather than having that environment adapt to fit them, which is what the whole movie is supposed to be about. So learn from the movie that you're making follow your own moral lesson in it maybe you know who's Dallas Clayton I don't know they are a person are they in the movie they co-wrote it But I mean, hmm. other than that, like hopefully the movie just disappears because it did nothing right. I mean, I forgot about it. Still not sure. I think Kate Hudson got nominated for a Golden Globe, which I don't understand. But I don't really understand Golden Globes. What? Well, the Golden Globes are garbage anyway. Uh, she did get nominated for a Golden Globe, and it got nominated for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, so the Golden Globes make no sense to me. Well, the Golden Globes are purchased. I mean, yeah, you remember absolutely. the the whole thing with the tourists, right? Yeah. I mean, the tourist was garbage. It was absolute trash. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> this is not something that I'm going to back down on. If you random person out there think that the tourist is a good movie. I don't say you can't enjoy it, but if you think it's a good movie, you're wrong. <laughs> and it got nominated. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. Like people just pay for Golden Globes. The Golden Globes are. I mean, 
So that's stupid. Um, so let's move on to music. Yes. Um, so I have two for best songs I've heard of the year. Um, that's what I want by Lil Nas X. Okay. And Fall Into Me by Forrest Black. I haven't heard either of these. You I have heard? not streamed Montero. You need to listen to Montero. It's an amazing I, album. I hear that. I haven't done it. And then I was going to do it. And then he was like, nah, I'm going to do NFTs. And I was like, oh, man. But why Nas? Why? But it's such a good album. Yeah, I know. But like, NFTs. What was the other one you said? Fallen to Me? Fallen to Me by Forrest Black. Which is my emotional choice. Who is Forrest Black? What is Forrest Black? I don't think he's that big. This music video is strange. Why is there a cat person? I'm watching the music video. I don't have any sound. There's a there's a person mopping a floor at the Smart Mart. That guy's an asshole. He threw a cup on the ground and it still had stuff in it. And now the cat guy has to clean it up. Why is there a cat man? Why is there a cat man? I don't understand. Forrest, with your 116 YouTube subscribers. Forrest Black wants you to experience his chaos. Is your chaos represented by a cat man? Cat man janitor? He's mopping a mall. Fascinating. I'll need to listen to this with sound. Oh, I thought you were listening. I know. I have no sound at all. <laughs> No, I'm just watching the music video, but I can't hear anything because I've got my headphones in for the for the thing. This thing that we're doing, the recording. Okay. <laughs> Not the other thing. Either way, both songs fall into me. Is the, it's like the emotional one. It's like the one that, because I'm a sappy person. As long as you can admit it, that's fine. Oh, I'm very the, sappy. The day that I met you. The world had just spit me out on my way to the bottom. Sure, I'd never be found. Then you saw me for me, made me believe in myself. On the day that I met you, it all turned around. Yeah, that sounds happy. Why is she watching him? That's kind of creepy. Okay, so like there was the girl with the two guys and they were in the mall and they were like leaving the movie theater or whatever. I don't know. And one of the friends with her like threw his cup of soda on the ground where the cat man had just finished mopping. And then she's like, they do nothing. And she goes out to go to her car, but she doesn't have her keys. So she goes back in to find her keys. And then she's like, I'm just going to watch this cat man as he works. And now they're running around an empty mall and making a mess by having beverages. Yeah, it's definitely a weird video, but the song's the song's beautiful. 
I'm gonna, I'll, well, now it's in my history, so now I can easily find it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then that's what I want is just a banger. It's just so easy to bop your head to and jump around. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm sh- Plus, he made a Mori sure. video about, about <laughs> this Tori in his video, which was hilarious. I don't know if you've ever watched Mori. Like Mori Povich? Yeah. You are the father? Yes, he made a video with Maury, and if you've never watched it, you should watch it because it's hilarious. I I have not watched the video, but I, now I will. I will watch the videos for both of these. Yeah, and with yeah, Sam- watch, watch the video and then watch the Maury video. Like it's a separate thing. Yeah, it's a separate thing. It's 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 like a Maury segment based on what happens in the music video. Okay. 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 I will do that. I'm sure it'll be recommended to me once I finish watching the, the actual music video. Why was there a cat man? <sighs> the, the forest black song is over now. And I was like, why was he still a cat man at the end? I thought maybe he wouldn't be a cat man anymore. Yeah, the video is weird. Uh, and then worst song, which I've only heard once, but "Don't Tell Me How to Live" by Kid Rock. Oh, which Kid Rock's just a horrible person. <sighs> I have heard that one only because of, of a of a channel I'm subscribed to, and he has a series about why songs are bad like what makes them bad and that that was one of the ones that he did it's oh god it's such mm, mm. yeah yeah but, Just, I don't want to give him a lot of attention but also it's so bad it's so bad it's so bad. I mean, Kid Rock is bad. But that's really bad. It's just it's just a MAGA anthem, really. And he's so fake. He's oh, like absolutely. trying to pass himself off as some dude from the streets and he's like from some upper middle class Michigan yeah. neighborhood rich yeah he grew up rich and now he is rich because for some reason people bought his album I mean there was songs when he first came out that I enjoyed but now he's just I don't idiot. even remember what they were what were the songs yeah I can't remember any either <laughs> like I know I'd heard him on the radio I remember when he was huge Pamela Anderson <coughs> man I'm going to die of whatever I'm gonna it's just never mind it's just my throat it's just the way I die I'm gonna cough to death Cowboys and Indians claims that Kids Rock song what is the song that you were famous for? 
Bawichaba, is that it or something like that? What? Wow. Oh yeah. Ba Bawitdaba? Bawitaba? But would I even recognize this song? Okay, I I don't wanna I don't wanna do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You're gonna listen to it or Yeah. Let me unplug that. What is this? Oh, 12 years ago. It only has 38 million views. That's how fucking shitty you are. Oh, it's this. Wow, but the paw. This song sucks. I remember it now. It was crazy popular, but it was, it's not good. No. It's, it's not a good song. We, we, we made mistakes back in the day. <laughs> Which was, what, in 1999? We yeah. made mistakes 13 years ago. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so a uh, new TV show, um, two again for best, Shadow and Bone, because I love the books. Okay, well, if you like the books, then why is the show something good since it combines two completely unrelated universes? Because <laughs> I just thought it was done well. Okay. Okay. Yes, I understand they combined a lot, but also I thought they did a good job making it for TV without, you didn't need to know everything. Like my wife, who doesn't watch it, it was a show that we were able to watch together and both enjoy. Well, I mean, I wonder why they felt the need to combine them. Yeah, that part, it not sure either i don't know if they didn't want to take the chance that it wasn't going to be renewed no one to get as much in there to get people i do apologize they are set in the same worlds i i haven't i was reading them backwards apparently i didn't realize but, Shadow uh, Bone was but the cast was good but it's, there's three books there's a, it's a trilogy why not just tell that story I can't speak for the creators. I just know I enjoyed it. Eh, how often do books get translated, get like, you know, adapted properly anyway? Well, I, you know, I, it's hugely popular, and I guess that's great. I haven't watched it yet because I was going to finish the book, but then I realized now that I'm looking at this Wikipedia page that I was started with Six of Crows when I should have started with Shadow and Bone. Making everything oh, well. more complicated. Well, whatever. I can put it all together in my head. If I can follow what Pixelberry lays down as a timeline and how travel works, I... <laughs> I'll be fine. Okay, so that was one. What's the other one? Uh, the other one is One of Us is Lying, which is a sort of murder mystery. Uh, it kind of ties into one of the ones that made my worst TV, new TV shows, which is I Know What You Did Last Summer, the TV show. There was a TV show of that? There was. Prime made it. 
Why? I'm not sure. Um, but it was just horrible. Actually, I can't say that acting. Acting wasn't that bad, but the way they wrote it and the writing was bad. The acting wasn't horrible, but the writing was bad. And they tried things that try to be a little edgy and it didn't work. One of Bert. one of us is lying is what they should have did with I Know What You Did Last Summer. One of us is lying is an adult, a young adult mystery suspense novel by American author Karen M. McManus. Have you read the book? I have not read the book. Bronwyn Rojas. That's an interesting combination of names. Oh, well, her sister's name is Maeve. Okay. And the other worst new TV show was Clarice, which was horribly done. Was it? It was so bad. It just everything that was good about the Clarice character in the books and movies is not there in the TV show. I uh, knew one person who was watching it for a little bit and she stopped talking about it after a couple of episodes. <laughs> that, so, that might explain it. I guess that, that fits the fits your narrative here. Let's see what this says. Critical response. Has a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Effectively grim, but narratively bland, Clarice is a disturbingly safe procedural that lets down both its talented cast and resource material. Yeah, like, with everything they had to build off of, it was just, there's so much more they could have did with it. I mean, there's what, four books? Plus tons of movies. So much they could have did with it. There's a huge universe there. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's disappointing that they, they they couldn't take that wealth of subject matter and make anything decent out of it. I mean, especially with like, I know, I know Hannibal had its moments of being bad, but in the long run, it was really good. Hannibal is far more frequently good than it is bad. Like Hannibal has has some moments, you know, nothing's perfect, but Hannibal has so many just so good, so good moments. <laughs> oh, Hannibal. Clarice just does not hit it. I wonder why they tried to do that. I was excited when they announced it. But then they just, my excitement quickly disappeared. No, I mean, if it's not good, it's not good. What are you going to do? Yeah. Another one that pops to mind is CSI uh, Vegas, the, the reboot. They, it has moments of being, I don't know if you're, if you're a CSI fan. Uh, but it had moments of being good, but. The, the new cast is not on par with the cast of like the original CSI. There's another, like another new one? 
Yeah, they uh, it's called CSI Vegas. They did bring back Grissom and Sarah for for the season, but they're not supposed to apparently they're not going to be in season two because they basically used them to get viewers and now they're like, oh, now it's their own, it's their own show. I have not had any of those. Take the knife. Okay. Sorry, Nate's coming in to steal cheese. That's okay. CSI. I thought CSI already had a Vegas one. Well, so the original CSI was based in Vegas, but it was called just CSI. Right. And now and now the new one's called CSI Vegas, basically to make them different. But why? Because Hollywood can't do anything without rebooting things. How many CSIs are there? Uh, Miami, there's CSI and then there's CSI Miami, CSI New York, uh, CSI Cyber, and then CSI Vegas. So five, four, I think there's only four. CSI Cyber was bad. That one was just based based on like internet crimes. And James Vanderbeek was in it. James Vanderbeek. <laughs> yeah, so there's five total. There's because there's the two in Vegas and Miami, New York and Cyber. I did like Miami. I, I mean, I, I liked Miami in the original. I never really got into New York, and Cyber was bad. I mean, I've never watched any of them, so. The only thing I've seen is like a couple of clips, like when Justin Bieber was on it and died horribly. <laughs> I saw a YouTube video of that. It was just 20 minutes of Justin Bieber being shot. <laughs> like convulsing in the process. <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes of just him being shot over and over again. Uh, any new TV show that you had a chance to watch? <sighs> okay, hold on. I got to see what I've been watching. Let's see. Hulu, tell me what I've watched. Did I watch anything on Netflix? <laughs> like, what did I watch? Who's watching? I am watching. Come on. Give me this stuff. anything i've not have i not watched anything like wait when did this episode this show start it's not very good i'm not going to finish it never mind let's not talk about that one what is it ghosted Mm, don't think i've heard of that one it's a fox show it's oh no it's old never mind i just only recently found out about it It was only on for one season. Apparently, it was in 2017. Well, it's not good, so don't worry about that one. Okay. Did I really like not watch anything? That's the hard part. I... Like a lot of a lot of the stuff I've watched, it's just like, oh, this is actually has like six seasons. <laughs> there has to be just, something there's new. Just so much new, like so much things on TV now, and 
sometimes I'll, I'll see, I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. When does that come out? And like, oh, season six comes out next week. <laughs> it's, it's fair. I mean, okay, this is like, this is, okay. So like I started the year going, I'm going to watch ER because for some reason I felt like watching a bunch of ER and I got like four seasons in. No, I'm on season three, episode 11. And then I stopped watching ER for a while. Like, why was I watching that instead of only I murders just, in the building, which is apparently really good. And I've not watched it. <laughs> actually, I forgot that one came out this year. That would actually be one of my favorite shows of the year, too. That show was amazing. It was See? so funny. See, why why keep, am I not watching it? It's hard to keep track, but yes, that show was amazing. And Selena Gomez, like, I can't say I'm like I can't say I'm a Selena Gomez fan at all, but she was hilarious in that show. And then Mayor of Easttown, I heard mixed things about, but I know people who love it. My wife liked it. I didn't. I couldn't get into it. Uh, Midnight Mass was good. Squid Game. Mid- yeah, people, people like I haven't seen those. People talked about those. Yeah, Squid Game was amazing. When did I just, um, watch? Hmm. I liked it. I just I wouldn't say I, I enjoyed the other two I named better. See, like I I finished watch. I actually okay. So I watched the Queen's Gambit this year, but it came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Queen's Dude. Gambit was was really good. It was, but I, I, at the same time, don't think that it was making it out to be. No, people jumped all over it. it I mean, it was good, but I mean, it, it, it deserved to be nominated for stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't, I wouldn't go and say like, it's like the best, one of the best I mean, things. You'd probably be better life. talking about best and worst returning show <laughs> with all the old stuff you're watching seriously well i'm looking forward to the witcher but i haven't started watching any of it yet yeah i'm on vacation all next week so i mean my wife are gonna be watching it next week uh let me see here i'm looking through netflix now to see if there's anything on here that yeah, that's new. Uh, next one was be- uh best and worst returning tv shows the two that jumped right to mind were saved saved by the bell which is horrible but also such a good guilty pleasure show it's ridiculous i wouldn't say horrible it's ridiculous <laughs> but i love to say about it all growing up and i just find it hilarious right you sent that that one clip once and it was way better than it had any right to be oh, i just it has so many little moments where they just make fun of stuff and it has no right being as entertaining as I, I find it to be. And then the other one was Slasher. Slasher. Yeah, so it's Slasher is a, sh- it's a Canadian show that had three seasons a few years ago. They're all horror, and each season is, is a different story. Um, like season one is. Um, a, a murder in a, in a small town. Uh, season two is a bunch of people trapped in a ski lodge uh, with a murderer. Season three is 
well they're all murdered that's why it's called slasher but so it's like it's like a season worth of like it's each season is like a different slasher flick and that was a good one or a bad one that was that was a good one and they came out season four this year after like not having any seasons for like three or four years they just came back on an hour and say hey we got season four and i loved it Okay. But you have to so the- like slasher films to, to enjoy it. If you're not a fan of slasher films, you're not going to like it. It's definitely, it's definitely the... Like you have to like films like Scream. Well, Scream's a parody. <laughs> okay, well, think of another slasher film then. You have to like slasher films. Okay. I mean, yes, it's a parody, but it's still a slasher film. It is. It is. It's a parody that did it better than a lot of other slasher movies. Yeah. So I would take a slasher movie and put it over eight to ten episodes. And they have they use the same cast every season. It's almost like it's almost like a type of show like American Horror Story. Just oh, I hate American Horror Story. You don't like American Horror Story, but no. Why not? I mean, I've never watched it, so you're not going to get anything from me. <laughs> Have I watched Ryan, this? Ryan Murphy's just—I I just think Ryan Murphy's really o- overrated. I would agree. Have you liked anything he's done? He did a show on the WB called Popular, which I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. That lasted for like I had half, two seasons. Half a day. It got two seasons, That's I think. True. It, it was 1999 to 2001. It launched Leslie Bibb into the world. And Carly Pope kind of disappeared. Yeah. Which is weird because I thought she was the better actress in natural anyways. I did too, actually. I remember watching it thinking that Leslie Bibb was terrible because I, I never finished watching the show because of how badly I thought she acted. She's gotten better. but she, She's definitely better in other things I've watched. And the worst returning show I watched this year was You. Oh, really? It's just, it's just they, it was more of the same. Like it just, it didn't add anything to this to the story. It was just I was very disappointed by it. I haven't watched You. I mean, I'm glad Ken Badgley. I mean, it's good that he's not he, he's not the least successful person from Gossip Girl anymore. <laughs> For a while, he, he he it was all him. So and now he he arguably one of the most successful to come out of out of Gossip Girl. You think? I mean, he's not Blake Lively. But... Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, did he marry Ryan Reynolds? I don't think so. <laughs> but I mean, other than marrying Ryan Reynolds, what does she really have going? Nothing, because she's not a very good actress, and I'm going to exactly. be on the record saying that right now. So if you go content-wise, I would say he's probably the most successful coming out of the show. If you go popularity-wise, and Blake Lively, I mean, he's not going to top Blake Lively in popularity. Like you said, she's married to Ryan Reynolds. And best friends with Taylor Swift. Who isn't best friends with Taylor Swift? John Mayer. 
John Mayer and Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj. But and, everybody else. Uh, Jake. Uh, Jake like, Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I mean, okay. All of her exes. <laughs> I don't know. She seems friendly with Joe Jonas now. No, because he got I mean, married. as friendly as you can be with an ex. He got married. They moved on. Yeah. Um, any TV show finales that you've watched this year? I actually <clears throat> didn't have a worst one for this one. I actually enjoyed every show I watched that had a finale this year. I enjoyed. I apparently didn't watch anything that actually like aired this year. So. <laughs> so to me the two i enjoyed the most was lucifer and superstore oh see like i'm on lucifer season four so eventually you'll get there i got to the netflix era and then i stopped watching and there's no reason for it i just was like oh i'll come back to this and then i didn't this is my adhd man the, the netflix <laughs> era definitely saved the show because season three was bad it just it didn't need to be 26 episodes the wait a minute thing... hang on a second I'm going to go back and let you know that there is one person who is more successful off of Gossip Girl than Penn was okay and that's Kristen Bell oh, I guess if you count her <laughs> I, 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 okay that's, that's a stretch she's not a main cast <laughs> she's the narrator Still wouldn't count her as main cast. So I would say if you're going with relativity, I would say Blake Lively, Penn Badgley, Chase Crawford, Lean, Lean Meester, and then the other guy. Chase Crawford. The face claim for Chris. The other guy. Yeah, you don't even remember his name. He's just the other guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name. He played Chuck. Ed Ed Westwick. Yeah, him. So he's he's lost. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody knows who the hell he is anymore. Like, what has he even been on? He did have a TV show, but I think it got canceled after one year, and then he got pretty sure he got accused of sexual assault. So I don't know if he settled or. Yeah, sexual assault allegations were in 2017. Uh, I'm pretty sure he hasn't done anything since then. No, he has. His two oh. movies. One that doesn't even have a link on Wikipedia. The other one stars Louise Linton, which is like, a, what? Why? Yeah. He's in that? Then, why is Okay, well, then that's garbage. Yeah, he hasn't done shit because Louise Linton then, is. Linton Meester, I mean, really, her right now her claim to fame is that she's married to Seth Cohen. Adam Brody. That's right. She is married to Adam Brody. They got married? Married? I, didn't really I, married. I think they're married. But she hasn't done anything either. And then Chase Crawford has The Boys, which is an amazing show. He does. He does have The Boys. Yeah, they've been married since 2014. Oh, okay. 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 So you said Lucifer and you said what else? Uh, Superstore. And and there were no bad finales. uh, Nothing I watched had... A bad finale. I mean, if I was going to choose worst, I would probably say Supergirl, but that's just, and that would just be if I wanted to force myself to pick a worst one. 
Supergirl. Have you watched Super Superstore? Nope. Of course not. Hilarious. I mean, come on. I think it's on what Netflix. have I watched I in my life? On, I don't know if it's on US Netflix. It's on Canadian Netflix. It's on something there. Let me see. It's probably Watch. on Hulu. Hulu in the states. Superstore. Well, I can. Or I Peacock, have a VPN. Cause... I can absolutely just. Okay. Well, it's on Canadian Netflix. That's where. It's I on Hulu. It. Okay. I thought maybe it would be on Peacock because it's owned by NBC. It is on Peacock. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine had a good finale, too. Was that this year? Yep. All right. And, uh, yeah, I can't really can't think of any uh, a finale, I, uh, a series finale I didn't, uh, that I didn't enjoy. Well, that's good that at least things are ending well this time, this, yeah. this year, instead of other years in the past. I think that there was no finales that pissed me off. You know, we won't talk about those. Those right, ones. So next up, podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you don't listen to any podcast, apparently. I don't listen to anything. <laughs> Well, you do listen to Play Choices podcast, but you're so behind. I'm like two how, months how behind. behind. How far behind are you now? You were, you were caught up for a little bit, weren't you? I was caught up for about a week. I know you skipped ahead by a few episodes to listen to the one I was on. I didn't skip, actually. Oh, I thought you had skipped. So I guess you were caught up at that point, which was like four months ago now. Let me see here. I am on episode... Uh... Well, this is saying I didn't finish episode 36. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did, because that's the Nanny Affair book two, the first uh, one. And then I remember, because the Ride or Die one came out, the, sec- the, the Ride or Die chapter five, and I was like, oh, I totally forgot about that book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm on... 36 which was released back in October okay. so you're not too far behind I mean far enough but but that, that was the best new podcast I started listening to this year the Play Choices podcast? yeah how many podcasts did you start listening to this year? that's new uh, Crime, crime Countdown, Crime Junkies, a lot of true crime. Well, I mean. Um, the worst new podcast I listened to was one called Once Upon a Time, um, which it's supposed to be like telling you the real story between behind fairy tales, which really you could just do by reading Wikipedia. Okay, honestly, though, the majority of podcasts that are about a topic, you could do, you could find everything out by looking at Wikipedia. That's true. But this one's just almost, (laughs) just the way it's done, it's like reading off a Wikipedia page. And the host is so dry. Why? I mean, if you're, you're selling something on your voice, you need to be entertaining. Yeah, and just... I'm not. I'm not that huge of a fan of solo podcasts. I just think you need two people to work off each other. Well, like if, I, 
I would disagree, but I I know we had that conversation on the true crime podcast episode that yeah, he didn't I, like I anything just... that I suggested because none of them had two people. Just, I'm just <laughs> not a fan of solo podcasts for the most part. I can't think of because like even like podcasts I like that sometimes have solo pods. The solo pod ones are are, are like my least favorite episodes. It's because it's I I enjoyed more when it, it's a conversation rather than just somebody telling me a story. I guess that's fine. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's different if it's different if some if, if the podcast is just somebody ranting on something and I just agree with the rant. I should, like, have, a ra- I should have a ranting podcast. But I gotta. <laughs> I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast and like his solo part is just him talking about sport. I'm just like, this is boring. I'm going to stop listening to this one. I'll come back for the next episode. Uh, Well, you know, hey, congratulations, V. You are Eric's favorite (laughs) podcast from 2021. And V, technically, you're the only podcast I listen to. So, so she wins for both of us. She wins for both of us. I can't compare you to anything else because I don't listen to anything else. Yeah. You're the only podcast I monetarily support. Yes. I, I keep trying to give her tips and it won't take, I don't know what it does, but it won't take, it won't let me do a tip. I don't tip. I just subscribe to it. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to do that because I don't always have the money to do monthly. <laughs> so every once in a while, I just want to throw her a tip. And I went to do it, and it wouldn't take my credit card. It wouldn't take a prepaid credit card. And I tried my actual credit card, and it wouldn't take my credit card. It just kept giving me errors and cannot be accepted. And I'm like, screw you then. Well, and she was then, supposed to look into it, but she hasn't messaged me back about looking well, into it. So apparently she doesn't want my money. Subscribe to her on Twitch. I do subscribe to her on Twitch. Via Prime Gaming, or you could just actually, you know, subscribe to it. Right. <laughs> I'm also cheap. Just send her like a couple bucks every month. Venmo it. I don't even know how to use Venmo. We don't need Venmo in Canada. We have PayPal. We have this thing called e money transfers that you can just send money to somebody's bank in Canada. And you it's can so do much that easier. here too, actually. I don't know why people use Venmo instead of just using Zelle through their banks, but they don't, so yeah, whatever. I only have it because other people are like, Venmo me this, and I'm like, fuck, you're wasting you're making me download a whole app. Yeah, I just go into my bank I just go into my banking app, put in an email and send it to the person. How do you get the money to their bank account is their business. So I did have a category for streamers, but then I realized I so many streamers I watch are people who do choices or romance club or which would be you <laughs> So I'm not picking a worst out of you can be, so <laughs> you probably shouldn't pick a favorite either. <laughs> I'm not ranking you guys. That's probably for the best. Once in a while, I'll watch Brandon. I mean, V doesn't stream as much anymore, so she's instantly disqualified. I uh, I do watch KT, but 
most of the time he's playing games I'm not interested in. Yeah, I was in one so, of the streams once, and I, I just uh, sat there watching yeah. him play. Most of them, like, I want to be here because you show up for mine and support me. But also, I am not interested in this game in any way. Well, I mean, you just being there and being in the numbers, it helps. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time I just lurk. Although I did go once and he did a spoiler for a game I didn't play. That I want to play that I haven't played yet. <laughs> what game was it? Uh, Life, is, Life is Strange 1. I haven't oh, okay. played it yet. I'm oh, waiting for because oh. I never had okay. I never had the console that it was on before, and now it's getting re-released. So I'm gonna buy it on Switch when it comes out in February. But he dropped like the end spoil, like how the game ends. And I was like, KT, I haven't played it yet. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I know he felt really bad. I actually I found. Mean- I found, I actually, after he told me, I went and actually watched the gameplay of the entire game. I'm still going to play it, but played myself, but I know what the spoiler is now. I was like, well, I know what the ending is anyway, so. So, uh, best and worst video game of 2021. Do you have anything for that? You know what I've been playing this year? What have you been uh, playing? Dragon Age Origins. Which came out in... Uh, release date? Nine, uh, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stardew Valley. Uh, which came out some many years ago. Um, yeah, that's been a while. Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Skyward Sword did release this year, but it was originally yes. <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, actually, I think it's older than that. When did Skyward Sword come out? The Zelda game I played the most this year was Link to the Past. No, it was 10 years ago. That also came out this year. Or Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening came out earlier yes. this year. Uh, that's from fucking forever. Ago. I played Link to the Past on the Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still can't believe Jerry's hasn't played a Zelda game. Makes no sense to me. I mean, he has no excuse. I don't have a Nintendo console. I had this. Well, guess what? There are games that came out on that. Yes. Because Zelda has come out on every yes. viable... It's had a game on every console. Every Nintendo console. Um, so, for me, best game was Life is Strange True Colors. I absolutely Great. love that game. I've already played it through four times. Have you talked to Jerry about Life is Strange? No. You listened to the podcast and how he... Uh, I did, and I don't agree with him. How he doesn't like it. Because <laughs> it, oh. it, ha- it has like a, f- a five-day timeline and he thinks it's stupid. Oh, I don't... <laughs> we, did, we did a podcast on Arcana, and I, <laughs> I think I made him a little upset because I was like, I don't like any of this. Did you watch all of it? No, I only watched the pilot. I couldn't get into it. 
I haven't watched Arcane either. It's, so. uh, it's definitely made for people who already know. They, they made it for people who already know the game and are fans of it, which, you know, is great. But it is not made for people who know nothing about League of Legends. They, they don't tell you who the characters are. They jump right into the story before like, you don't even get a chance to know anybody and everything is going off. I'm just like, I don't know any of these people. And I feel like the writers expect me to, to know these people. I mean, they probably did. It's, 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 like I said, like it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it did well because League of Legends has t- enough fans that they don't have to cater to the non fans. Right. They're, they're, it has enough of a market that people were, it, it was going to be successful as long as they did it well for the people who love the game. I know a lot of people who have gotten into it, even though they don't do League of Legends, but it's not going to be for everybody, and, and that's fine. Yeah. No, he's perfectly, like, like, we, like we both always say, you like what you like, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst new game I played was a game called Memories of East Coast, which I'm pretty sure came out a few years ago on other, on other things, but it was released on Switch this year. And there's a good story there, but it's you you make it's almost like a choices game, but none of it is you don't get to actually decide anything. It's a choices game, but you don't get to decide anything. Yeah, so like it's almost like visual novel. It's. Actually, it's more like Love Struck, where you get yes, you make choices, mm. but it doesn't change. Your choices don't really change anything. It changes some of the dialogue. Oh, but and, and the story was good, but it's I don't know. I forget which country it was created in, but the the translation is done poorly. Ruma Gaming. Uh, it, basically it takes 30, 30 minutes to an hour to play it depending on how quickly you read and just the, it wasn't the best wasn't the best translation from whatever language it was written in okay so it's poorly translated and it, it, whatever you do doesn't make a difference Ooh, it's thirty three percent off. Instead of being two ninety nine, it's only two dollars. I paid a dollar right. for it, so I mean, <laughs> it was a dollar, and I was like, "Oh, you know, looks like could be fun. Kind of looks like a choices type game." And it, it was more like a love struck, which I love. Love struck, just this didn't meet. I mean, I mean, it was fine for a dollar. I wouldn't have paid. I'm glad I didn't pay more than a dollar for it. The artwork looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> I was expecting it to be like a really good story with like different routes and different endings and it wasn't that. An immersive visual novel experience that brings you on a journey through memory, nostalgia, and guilt. You you say that to me and it sounds like it would be interesting. 
Ah, that's just it's just what it says on Steam. I don't know. Just saying, like, um, that, that's pretty much what I read when before I bought it. I was um, like, oh, the the five know. people who have no wait. It says five user reviews, but then when I look at it, there's like seven reviews here. Or 12. There are 12 reviews. The music okay. The music was good. The music is good. Okay. But bad art, bad translation, and it's just a single story. Like There's no variance off the story. Product received for free. Product received for free. Product received for free. This person did not receive as it's bad. <laughs> the people who got it for free, did they say it's good? They did. Aries of East Coast is a badly, a badly written visual novel with a somewhat milk toast story. It's translated badly to English and contains badly illustrated MS Paint first day with a tablet and Adobe Illustrator style quote art that would be rejected rather quickly by local art galleries. That, <laughs> visual that, novels are that, tedious at best. That 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 kind of sounds exactly how I felt about it. This guy's like kind of a jerk anyway. He's like, imagine the best novel you've ever read be that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, okay, hipster man, or 2001 A Space Odyssey, or Twilight, if you have terrible taste in literature, but then translate that to a format where the words dribble out and you have to click your mouse every time you wanted to read the next sentence instead of just turning the pages. You'd think it was garbage. Now imagine that experience, but with much worse writing, because if these guys could write professionally, they'd be published authors. Not true. And this would be on the shelves in bookstores. Also not true. Mm. There, There is a good story there. It's just not developed properly. Because if, if you take the, like, if somebody just explained the concept of what they're, what the story is to you, it is a good story. They just, they don't develop it well enough and there's I mean they could have took the opportunity to actually make the choices matter this person says uh, the game was really eye opening and gave some new thoughts and perspective about how memories impact our lives it was truly a beautiful game that made me feel happy and sad at the same time there are did some things in life that it. we can't avoid. They did. That we can't avoid, and that's okay. It's our part to go through life and make the best of it. Thank you for making such a beautiful game. I mean, I can see what they're saying. I just, like, and that, that kind of comes into, there's a good concept of a story there. <laughs> this guy recommended it because you can get an easy 100% in 12 minutes. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You, you can fly through the game really quickly, especially if you read quick. It took me, it took me 30 minutes to play it, and I took my, my puppy outside while playing. I, I, I included that in the 30 minutes. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> other than that, there's not too many other new games I've played this year. Super Mario, uh, Super Mario, uh, Mario Party Superstars, which, I mean, it's good for a Mario Party game. 
I did enjoy playing it with my family yesterday. Oh, you oh you did play it as a family. Yeah, how did that go? It was fun. We, that, uh, okay. That's it. That's... <laughs> my uh, I, I my uh, I realize my nephew is as bad as bad of a poor loser as I am. Oh. How did you come to that? Uh, there's a few shouts, a few. This isn't fair, or it's hard, and stuff like that. A lot of grunting. A lot of grunting. Yeah. Not many good. There's not many good losers in my family. Most of my family hates losing. I mean, honestly, who likes it? <sighs> I don't trust people who actually say they like they they like losing. Yeah, anybody who says they like losing, I don't know if I can trust you if you if you say you like losing. Like if you're like you know I I prefer winning, but I can I can accept a loss. That's different. But if you're like oh yeah, fuck I love losing. No. Uh, You know. Yeah, I don't get people who like losing. I don't think I don't. I don't understand how anybody can actually like the feeling of losing. There's got to be somebody out there who can. I mean, there's somebody who likes everything. So. What was good about 2021 to you? Anything? I got a lot of fan art. That's good. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on fan art. Um, I mean, like, I like that I have new kittens. I don't like the reasons why I have new kittens. Yeah, so really, I, I like my new puppy, but I miss Zach. Mm. Especially right now. It's so hard right now. I had 16 Christmases with him. Um, I didn't have that many. I had nine. But. And as much as I love my new puppy, it's not the same. No, it's, I mean, it's different. It's, it's going to be different. And, and it... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just, that's just it. It's just. Like, I love, where'd she go? Theodosia is somewhere. She's my new favorite thing ever. I fucking love her. But I miss Rick a lot. (sighs) Yeah. Pets are are so strange. You put so much love into them, and then they just wreck your world. Yeah. I mean, I lost, I lost Rick, I lost two this year, which really sucked. One was the day before Thanksgiving, which is great. Really made my Thanksgiving awesome. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's always fun right before a major holiday. Yeah, so I mean, I wasn't over the first one when that happened. 
It's good times. It was a great year. Great year, 2021. Fuck you. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, 2021. <laughs> That's why I still uh, think it's 2020. It's 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 still 2019. Okay, the Royal Masquerade is still releasing in my <laughs> yeah. brain. So All right. I, I I got I got a, a best and worst you can answer. Okay. Best and worst new choices book of 2021. What released this year? There were like five things. Okay, well, well, uh, worst. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull up the timeline to make sure I'm going to look at these correctly. I don't want to say one that actually released in 2020. That's uh, what I'm about to look up too. I was like, just what, what came out this year? Timeline. Here we go. 2021. Well, this is not what I want. This is like a literal timeline of shit that PB did. I want the actual book releases. Ah! And Wolf Bride's 2021, isn't it? Was it? I guess what I was thinking. Like, is it? Because easily, hands down. But did it come out then or did it come out late 2020? Okay, Reddit. Help me out here, Reddit. Reddit.com slash R choice at blah, blah, blah. I got nominated for some Reddit awards on the subreddit. Mm-hmm. Some best of 2021 awards. They're not announced yet, but I got nominated, which is very nice. I was nominated a couple years ago too, which was cool. Nice. Um, timeline of all choices books. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I feel like all if right. it's if Wolf Bride was in 2021, then it would probably be Foreign Affairs. 2021 starts with. Foreign Affairs released in December. Seriously. December 30th of 2020. So just barely technically isn't 2021. Right. But we're going to well, say it was and it sucks. You can have worst book of 2020. Where's, where did, where's Wolfbride? Foreign Affairs. Baby Bump 2. Rising Tides. My First Two Loves. I don't see it on this list. Am I just blind? <laughs> what? What wolf bride released in December 23, 23rd? So it's just the just before. But you know what? It went into wide release this year. So we'll say that it's 2021 release and it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Or we'll count it. Oh, so what did, what did start this year? Uh, Crime for Passion. Not oh, this is updated. No to... wonder it's wrong. Uh, Wake the Dead. Wake the Dead Slow would burn. be... I mean, it's not done yet, but I think it's a far and above everything else that came out this year. Wake the Dead? Yeah. 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 The Royal Finale released this year. Uh, Queen Bee 2, Nanny Affair 2, uh, Laws of Attraction. Um, what's this one? Open Heart right. 3. Oh, there it is. That wins. You really think that's worse than Wolf Bride? I'm not going if we, if, if we count Wolf Bride, no. But technically, we'll throw the 2020. Technically, we'll throw release in 2021. So, 2020. So, yeah. So, 
if we're only counting books that started in 2021, it's going to be open hard to read. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now Although I found I, the list. I feel like there's an argument for Rural Finale. You think Royal Finale is potentially the worst? It was pretty bad. No, there's enough in there that... Shipwrecked released this year? I mean, I wouldn't say it's... Th- I, it, it wasn't worse than Open Heart 3. So we had Shipwrecked, Slow Burn, Wake the Dead, Surrender, Crimes of Passion. Um, God, why is this organized like this? Like, Why is it sorted like this, people? Uh, I mean, depending on what happens in the rest of the book, it's either going to be Open Heart 3 or Surrendered for me. Laws of Attraction. Queen Bee 2. Open Heart 3. Royal Air. Well, Royal Finale. Yeah. Um, did Baby Bump 2 come out this year? I feel like it did. Why is this sorted like this? Why do you guys... Why? Why, is, why does no one just have a list? <laughs> Release date. I don't think there's anything that's going to be worse. November. Open Heart nope, 3. Technically didn't come out this year. Nanny Affair 2. Yeah. I mean... Depending on, it's surrendered unless it gets better in the second half of the book. Because uh, I, well, I, 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 I very much dislike everything I've read of surrendered so far. I, I, I don't love it, but I would. I don't think it's any worse than slow burn. I think it's worse than Slow Burn. I think Slow Burn is boring and has absolutely nothing going for it. At least in Surrender, I get kinky sex. At this point, all you get right now. At this point, all you get is wet dreams. That's, that, well, yeah, I know. But one wasn't a wet dream. She was awake. Okay. He, I mean, the L.I. isn't, I know what happened in this week's chapter even though I didn't read it um, I mean at least I get that though like I don't even get that in Slow Burn I get nothing in Slow Burn there's some good scenes in Slow Burn what? there's some good premium scenes what? I mean I don't know if they're going to be better in the Surrendered ones I'm not going to pay for the Surrendered ones but I know you'll see them on my channel but are you talking about like like, like with whom? because I did. I didn't. I couldn't stand we, Flynn, so I couldn't or Flint, so I couldn't. I couldn't romance them, and then I didn't think that the scenes that I paid for with uh, Julian were worth it. I, I I don't know. I enjoyed some of the scenes with both of them. Like I I I rom- I was like, okay, here's the thing, and it was it would be okay, but I was like, was it worth the diamonds I just spent on it? No. I mean, they're not, not spreading their butt, but there's some good moments. <laughs> Hanging, <laughs> hanging off the tree <laughs> We're being shot at. Let's have sex in this tree. 
I had just been shot and I was nearly dying because I had a, a hole in my arm because for some reason that was going to make me, you know, like I was bleeding out of my head or something. But it's okay. I can fuck you here. It's fine. Yeah. That branch looks good for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing her. I mean, I already cough all the time anyway. Yeah. <sighs> we're, 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 captured. we're captured and we're hostages. How about you give me a hand job? God. Did I use my hand or did I use my mouth? Well, I thought my mouth was weird. <laughs> yeah, give me a hand job before we go for supper with, with, like, with our captors. I need to find the script for it because I refuse to go back and play it. But I need to find out like the, when you hook up in the ocean... Like after the tree sex, the next chapter is the ocean sex. The, on like, the boat? No, not even on the boat. Oh right, not that one. That's Just right. floating in the, the ocean. <laughs> when they jump off the cliff, and somehow they they manage to do that without like kicking the shit out of each other. Because how else are you treading water, guys? <laughs> and there's the option to go down on the li. It's like, how are you gonna do that? Like, this isn't the time. People are coming after you. I, I so thought there was going to be a sex scene when with the volcano. They were like, we got to do it before the lava gets, reaches us. <laughs> but all it was was a kiss. And when, when, I'm, when I'm still like, this isn't the time. Get on the damn it was boat not and then the kiss. Time. It was not the time. Like, you're going to die. Two people <laughs> just did. Yes. And- <laughs> one we let die. The other one we shot or let well, at, well, I mean, when shoot. Kat when Cat played through it, she tried to save Doctor Hale, and she still dies. Yeah, she dies no matter what. I've I I tried to save her as, as well. Oh no, you know I didn't. You weren't there in my stream, but I didn't. Yeah, I tried to save, and I let the I let the captain shoot the other person. I was like, "They're your enemy. You shoot them." So, so would you say Shipwreck's the worst, or would you go with Open Heart 3? I didn't read Open Heart 3, because I read Chapter 1 of Open Heart 3, and I hooked up with Bryce, and then he acted really weird, and I was like, the fuck is wrong with you? Where'd Bryce go? (laughs) (laughs) And I never read any more of it. Uh All right, so I'm going when he was like, He was literally like, I'll leave first, and then you follow. And then he like giggled and ran away. <laughs> I I don't think surrendered would will get as bad as Open Heart Three. So I'm going Wake the Dead for best choices book of 2021, and Open Heart Three for worst. Oh, so that's my choices. Okay, so knowing what I know about Open Heart Three, uh, knowing all the things that happened in it, knowing that there's that scene that makes absolutely no sense if you're not romancing Ethan Ramsey when he asks you to let him fucking dominate you. Uh, and, uh, God, I feel like that burn. scene is the reason. But slow burn is fucking there. Oh, oh my God. If you want to say slow burn, that's fair. Like I I'm going to say slow burn. I'm going to say slow burn because I hated it. Like, like I said, like I enjoyed it more the first time we played it through the second time and i think it was a lot of 
there's nothing good being released right now, so this is better right. than I think it is. Because it was March. It was releasing in March. And like we just said, there's like seven books that came out this year. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there, I think it was just like, this is new. I can discuss it with people. I, I, My mind thinks I like it more than I do. Playing at a weekly basis, when I replayed it and played it all through, I'm like, yeah, this is, it's not as good as I originally thought it was. And, and Shipwrecked isn't by no means good. It is not good. And... I would even say that like as much as I, I had no no interest in in Flint, at least the sprites are pretty. And I can't even really say that about the shipwreck captain, because I didn't find really any of them to be attractive. Um, but much like my response was surrender, at least I could get something fun out of it. Yeah. But even if it's stupid shit like hooking up in the ocean, but that's that should be really freaking <laughs> like turbulent and everybody like struggling to stay above water <laughs> yeah I'm like you haven't washed for four days this is disgusting well they've been in the ocean a couple of times it's probably fine but like i, I mean slow burn for You're me bleeding is bleeding just... from your arm this is gross there are You're... definitely books that are worse than slow burn so this is literally just for this year yeah um, of the ones that i've read and i I think if I had read Open Heart 3, I would say that because it just seemed like such a disappointment given what was built up, how the impression that we got at the beginning is that we were going to get four books out of it. We got three. The third one was rushed. Nobody resembled themselves anymore. I get that, but I didn't read it. So out of what I've read, I'm going to say Slow Burn because Slow Burn is one of the most forgettable things I've ever read in this app. Yeah. I mean, Open Heart was so upsetting because the first book was amazing. I love Open Heart 1. The first half of book two has so many strong things. Like the actual like controversial parts in right in the middle, the whole poisoning thing, I think are some of the best things that they've written. They're so okay, yes. emotional. The first half of Open Heart Two, when they actually treated like Aurora might be a love interest. Yes. And when Raphael was was talking about leaving and Yeah. I mean even even the scenes when you're when you're uh think you're dying and you can yeah. see aurora in the hallway i'm just like they're, oh they're, they're making her love interest and then just well, nothing in the second the, it's because the staff changed yeah and it's like and then book three was clearly not written by you could tell no. the people who wrote it didn't know the characters it was written by the people who wrote the second half of book two which is why book two fell apart and it's just uh, it's such, I mean, if I had read that, yes, just because it's such a letdown to have such a series like that just end so poorly. Um, but I didn't read it. So until I do. <laughs> Slow burn until you read Open Heart 3. Slow burn is going to just take the worst book for me because it's, oh my goodness. Now, we could theoretically count things like Wolf Bride and. Uh, if if we foreign count, affairs because they started Wolf so Bride late and um, they're definitely one two because they 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 started on, Dece on December thirtieth. I mean, that's not really twenty twenty. Yeah, December twenty third for Wolf Bride and then December thirtieth for Foreign Affairs. It's like 
no, you had two days in 2020. It's the majority of the book released, the vast majority, all but two chapters for one of them and all but one chapter, well, technically three, all but three chapters for one and two chapters for another released in 2021. Like those are 2021 books and they're both bad too. So Wolf Brides. Definitely. Wolf Bride wins. Wolf Bride wins. And then Forward Affairs. And then Slow Burn. (laughs) So Open Heart 3 gets saved by Wolf Bride. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. and I know it's not done I, I, at this point I think we're only halfway through the book but I, I don't see even halfway through the book what way to that's the best book yeah I mean it's going to be a long book um, the only downside to that is that we might not get a sequel if we get any sort of long term establishment here because I mean how often do you have a sequel on a 20 something chapter book um, I mean it depends I feel like people are spending money on it I think they probably are. I spent 80, 90 diamonds today. Yeah, I dropped 90 on. I bought the toy and they did the four scenes. I, just I, didn't I kiss bought Troy. the toy and did the four scenes. And I kissed everybody. Yeah, I didn't Eli's kiss Troy. was by far the fucking best. I thought Angel's oh, was the best. That was such a good scene. I mean, they were, I, Eli's was probably the second best. I was disappointed with Shannon's. Shannon's was, I mean, Shannon just continued to play the role of being that really safe female love interest. Never had, yeah. had any experience. Angels was fun. Um, Angels a fun character, and I, I, I'm enjoying her more than I expected to. But uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Eli, man. <laughs> yeah, if I was ranking the love interest right now, I would say Angel, Eli, Shannon, Troy. I would say. I haven't taken really all that many romantic interactions with anybody other than Eli, but I would say probably Eli and then Angel and Troy are pretty much even. And then Shannon. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Troy's just, I can't see him in the love interest. Troy's just one of those, like he's just a character that, that that's a personality type that you tend to not like. He reminds me of Mal. That's why I thought he was going to be, that's why I was, I was wondering who, who you're going to choose between him and, cause he reminds me of Mal. Yeah, but you know who Eli reminds me of? Caden. So So he wins. Yeah, he does. The biggest dropped ball ever in choices. Caden? No, we're just Royal Masquerade in general. You know what, though? Like, honestly, okay. Yes, I'm going to agree with that because that was clearly supposed to be another trilogy and it would have been amazing. But honestly like a lot of it is just because what else was coming out then like people just weren't reading it and i don't know why because it started out so strong and yeah it drops off in the middle but like isn't how many did how many how how often they dropped a ball with 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 spinoffs because like the nightbound nightbound like that should have been that should have been a series as well it was uh, clearly supposed to be and then it didn't work. I, I think that's it. You know what though? I don't think it is though. Like, like again, Nightbound did the same thing though. It has this excellent start and this kind of whatever middle, and then this excellent end. And I think it just never even had the readership to get it through that middle. Yeah. Because people probably went into it thinking it was just going to be more bloodbound, but it wasn't. And it had so much more that it could cover. And it wasn't just going to be werewolves, thankfully. It was going to be Fae, and it was going to be all this other shit. And it was going to be so good. It is so good. 
Yeah, I said it every time in Cat Stream. It would have been better than Bloodbound if they had had the fucking time to do it. I, no I think it could have. I, I, I think it had potential to be better than. It could have been better than Bloodbound. And then general, crossover. I always say it as well. Choices isn't very good at middle of books. It isn't. And it just like it sucks that these there like these are two books that I that I think of every single time when I think of books that just got let down by not having enough plot to propel the whole series. So while they might have had enough of an idea for a full trilogy, they didn't spread the story out enough. No, and it, kind I mean, of same like thing when you look at the elementalists, that right? I was just going to mention well. that. Yeah, it it probably was supposed to be because it just doesn't feel like it was supposed to end in book like, two. Book one could have just been getting to know the world and started learning who the villain is at the end of book one. Yeah, and then have book some, two is Rafe, book three is Kane. Have some like school drama to start you off. Like maybe you think that the, I mean, they kind of set you up for that anyway, but maybe you think Glenn Close, because it looks like Glenn Close, maybe you think Glenn Close is out to get you, but then you find out it's not really her. <gasps> yeah, she, I mean, she does portray you, but. It's because she's being manipulated. And you do that at the end of season one, book yeah. one. And then you go into book two and you've got to figure out how to defeat Rafe. And then you go into book three and you've got fucking Kane and he's got yeah. your mom. <laughs> Here's just, what they, it is, Eric. They just need to run everything by us. Yes. And we will tell them how to do it better. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the, same, it, it's the same argument I have with like broadcast TV versus like cable streaming it's so hard to have a 20 20 to 26 episode season mm-hmm. because they don't work anymore you have shows that have 10 to 13 episodes are just so much better and you'll you'll see it soon when you watch it when you watch season four of lucifer season three of lucifer was it just it took too long to get what they needed to do. 26 episodes was too many episodes. So of, of hour-long shows. Yeah. And then season four, when they did season four, five, and six, when they did 10-episode seasons, were amazing. Like, they don't need to be hour-long shows. Do you have any of the children? I have no problem with hour-long shows. I just, I don't... Well, I mean, they don't need to be hour-long shows and have 20... 20 something episodes yeah unless you're splitting the story into two different arcs but if you're doing one full arc over 20 23 episodes it's too you're gonna have too there's too many episodes that are, that are just filler yeah yes correct sorry i'm wandering around trying to find cats come back oh. here child if you're gonna have that many just have two different storylines one for 10 episodes and then a second storyline for yeah, or 13 and 13 or whatever the hell yeah. it is you want to do and it doesn't have to be an arc that covers the whole season because then you have how many hours is that 26 hours of shit that you've got to fill yeah and at least eight of those are going to be just filler and if you don't have enough in a choices book like take out three episodes take out three chapters yeah, don't, make it a 14 or 15 chapter book choices feels like they have to have 16 or more chapters but don't but don't do it if you don't have the stuff for it don't do it like one of my favorite books is haunting of, of uh blair manor or blair wood or whatever five Brave that's five wood? episodes yes there <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's two in the morning here leave me alone <laughs> come back child 
it that that has that, that's a good story and it has five episodes I or mean, six it episodes it's six it doesn't need to have like i mean it has like the most pointless male of love interest ever but it's a good story <laughs> um it didn't or even need that barista had to be a love interest i don't care what anybody says it, there was a barista in, like, in there yeah, the guy that drives you to the manor. He's a love interest? I haven't played it. You can make him a love interest. You can... Why? I don't know. He, it's he five gets like chapters. Four, he gets like four scenes in the total book. It's like, in five I'm like, chapters? I'm like, seriously, you can't just have a book where there's only a single ally who's a woman? No. Like, you don't even have to romance her. Just you either have no love interest or the one ghost. Kids who move. That, is that so that's Victor? Yes, I think that's his name. I know he he's a love interest. You can kiss him. Uh, I didn't realize he was such a a small part of it. Yeah, he he drives you to the manor and then when you when when you get thrown out after you release the mother, he's there for some reason. I'm not sure how he gets there, but he's there to check on you and then you can pay to have him come in to the house with you for the ending and I'm like I'm not paying for you to come in why 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 oh, he's totally unnecessary I don't and it's get like it. you don't need to release you don't you, like you can you can you'll be fine without having a male love interest yeah well in a six I mean, chapter book just, yeah, just don't make it anybody an actual love interest or make it so that there's no I mean, you don't have to romance her no, it's like, yes, you could choose options to romance her, but you don't have to. Like, the, the story is the same whether you romance her or not. It doesn't change anything. You could still save her. True. I mean, ah, no, where are you going? Tiny escape artist. My point is, that's a six episode book, and it's a good book. Yes, it has some problems, but. It's a good story, and but and it's contained in six chapters. You don't need sixteen or more chapters because that's where stories just drag. Yeah, there. If if you can't if you can't fill it, then don't do it. Like shipwreck could have been a good book with twelve episodes. Yes, because you, you, you skip that middle part where it's just chapter after chapter of them saying, "Is there somebody else on the island?" No, there's nobody else on the island. Is there somebody else on the island? No. Wait, if we miss, if we skipped those, we wouldn't have that weird haunted radio that doesn't make any sense and has never explained how it works. No. But <sighs> but you could have had you could have did that in one chapter and then discovered that like you go to that that uh, village where nobody lives and I'm like oh a story might pick up boom nobody's there a whole chapter of them just looking around with nobody. Well, I mean, the smugglers. Anyway, <laughs> there was way too much filler. Yeah, it is. It's just all filler. The whole thing is filler, let's be honest. Oh, man. Yeah. That was my 2021. Well, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, you did not do much this year. 
Still there? Apparently I lost you, but we were done talking anyways. Yay to 2021, the madness. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks to Fishty for taking part in the discussion and helping me review my best and worst of 2021. As always, uh, you can follow Fishty at Masquerade Redux on Twitter, where she discusses pretty much everything. And you can follow the podcast at Eric one This will be our last episode of 2021, so we definitely thank you for listening to all our episodes this year. We hope you have a wonderful new year, and we'll see you in 2022.